Amen. Great to be in the house of the Lord. Good evening, everyone. How's everyone doing tonight? Yeah, good as Nolan, my bud. How are you? Welcome to uh, this evening's service. If uh, any of you are visiting us for the first time, welcome. There are connect cards in front of your seats. We would love to connect with you. If you could fill that out and uh, drop it in the um, tithe and offering bucket as it goes around, that would be awesome. We would love to keep in contact with you, get you plugged in, and uh, joining all the fun things that we do here. Uh, God is so good and so gracious that he is uh, expanding. He's multiplying us, multiplying life groups, multiplying uh, just what he is doing, multiplying souls. Amen. 2022, we're going to see uh, an abundance of souls coming into the house of the Lord. Amen. Um, we uh, just have, well, we got Sunday night service, Sunday morning and Sunday evening services um, at 1030 and at 6 p.m. So invite your, uh, your neighbors, your friends, and uh, come and join us on our Sunday services. It's awesome. Um, it's good to be uh, amongst brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Uh, sharpening one another, hearing the word, allowing the faith of God to rise up inside of us and to fulfill the very purpose and things that God's placed in our hearts to do amen um february 11th everybody say february 11th we got our valentine's banquet for singles and couples um but you can come and see me after services to purchase some tickets so um find your uh your um spouse's husband's Yep, take your, it's a perfect night to bring your wives out, and um, singles, you guys are invited too, so, you know, it's going to be a good time, we're going to have games and food, um, and we also have child care, so, no excuses, husbands, like, get it on, and, and come and, uh, come and purchase your tickets, it's going to be awesome, it's going to be fun, it's going to be fun, so just come. Come and get some good food. We have like an awesome personal chef who's like going to be cooking for this event. It's going to be super awesome and delicious desserts. It's all about the desserts, ladies. So come in and come and have some fun. But um, you can go on our website, caseywestvirginia.com and purchase tickets through there. Or you can come and see one of us, um, any of our leaders, and we can help you with that as well. But welcome and God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Hey, it's time to give. Amen. Amen. So if you have your uh, tithe and offering um, and uh, for um, midweek, I know sometimes people, um, they give um, they give midweek uh, just depending on when their checks hit and things like that. But, um, you know, it's it's a year of increase. And I believe that I believe that for the house. I believe that that many people are going to see increase the very things that they're putting their faith around. Uh, God is going to multiply them this year. Amen. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, bless the tithe and offering tonight. If you need a slip, just slip up your hand. One of the ushers will, um, will get you a slip. Praise God. God is good. Amen. Father, I thank you, Lord, even tonight for increase. I thank you, Father, that, um, Lord, it, it, it's through faith and by faith which, which we increase, Father. And I, I'm grateful and thankful for the church in this hour, the, the many things that you've called us uh, to be and to do. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you've called us to be givers. So, Father, I pray, Lord, increase, um, I I increase 
uh, you know, everything in our lives, Father, e- even in the areas of giving, Father, show us, show us how. And, Lord, I, I'm grateful and thankful that, Lord, that we have the Word of God to stand on, Father, to know that it's true and that it's always right on time. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Praise God. Go ahead, guys. Amen. If you have your Bibles, uh, let's go to Philippians chapter 3, uh, Philippians chapter 3. As uh, many of you guys that were here Sunday night, um, one of the things that I've kind of working to, uh, to unpack um, is, um, is somewhat of uh, the message, well it's not somewhat, it is the message that Dr. Morocco shared with, um, with the Global Church um, last week, and uh, not this past week, but the week before, which was shown here. And if you haven't seen that, make sure you have an opportunity to get the video. If you haven't viewed the video, make sure you get that. It's important because one of the things that it's going to show you, it's going to give you, it's going to give you the understanding of where we're moving as a church, uh, where we're moving as a body. Amen. Because uh, the vision of the main house, I want you to understand that the local vision, the local vision of our uh, of our church fits that. You know, because, you know, ideally one of the things that we're doing even as a church here is uh, we're working to grow the kingdom of God. Amen. And that's the kind of vision that we serve under. That's the kind of vision that, you know, this church is under. Amen. Is, you know, uh, to think that, um, you know, that even five, six years ago when, um, you know, Pastor Moran and I come on staff, we were in, um, I think, 120 locations, if, if if that sounds about right. And I think that was the vision of maybe, I don't even know what year it was. 2015, so we were in 120 locations. From 2015 to 2022, we're now in 460, so that's multiplied. You, you guys understand, see, that's one of the things that God wants to do in this final hour. He wants to multiply the church, and you know, and, and it, it, it truly is all hands on deck because we all play a part in multiplying the church, amen? You know, I'm a believer. If I profess to be a believer, I know that I have a role in helping multiply the church, amen? And I'm going to get a little bit into this tonight because it, it's important that we understand that our faith in Christ, uh, our, our, our decision to serve Christ is truly uh, one of a lifestyle. You know, we talk about, uh, you get a variety of different ideas of, of, uh, of what it means to be in a certain lifestyle, but being a Christian, we're going to look at some scriptures tonight, and we're just, we're going to get into this and, and, and understand that, you know what, uh, my, my life has purpose, amen? Everybody here say, my life, my life. has purpose. You know, you, you, you know, right now, understand, my life here on earth has purpose. And uh, that's one of the wonderful things about KC. It's one of the wonderful things that my wife and I, we love to tackle. We love to tackle, you know, things with people to make, you know, to make sure that people are walking, walking in purpose. Amen. And, um, you know, we're going to say greater. You know, that's the, the Lord give me this word in December, you know, that we would see greater. And that's a part of even this weekend as a, as we unpack vision for this house. But, you know, that we're going to see greater this coming year. Amen. We're going to see greater multiplication. We're going to see greater, greater in all areas, greater in finances, greater in life groups we're, we're going to see we're over we're, we're going to see greater all all the way around amen so if you have your bibles philippians chapter 3 verse 12 i want to pick up there and um, i'm going to read a little i'm just going to read down through this it says not that i have already and this is a good word to give, get into your spirit amen not that i have already attained or i'm already perfected but i press on everybody say press on because that, that's the word you got to get get that in i'm pressing on amen Mm-mm-mm. But I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are being 
behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as we are mature, having the minds, as if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you, nevertheless, to this degree that we have already attained. Let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. In verse 17, it says, Brethren, Mm, this is good stuff right here. It says, Brethren, join in following my example. And note, those who so walk as you have us for a pattern, for many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping. You know, Paul's crying out. He's crying out for the lost here. You know, even weeping. that there are These are the enemies of the cross of Christ, who, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. In verse 20 it says, For our citizen, uh, our citizenship is in heaven, for which we are eagerly waiting for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to His glorious body, according to the working by which He is able, he is able even to subdue all things to Himself. Father, I thank You, Lord, for tonight. And I pray, Lord, even tonight, let the Word penetrate, let it touch our minds. And Father, let, let, I pray, Lord, that there's a shift that's beginning, that's beginning to take place in the house of God here in West Virginia, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. You know, Paul, Paul says something in verse 17. He says, brethren, join in following my example. And note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. It's, it's, it's a very interesting piece of passage because Paul is, Paul is you, you know, he, he's throwing it out here. Look, you have a pattern that's set before you. you, you, you you're, being, you're, you're being shown something that others maybe aren't seeing. That if you profess Christ, you profess Christianity, there's, there's now a pattern. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that when, when I begin to think about what it means to be a citizen of the kingdom of God, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know I'll say that this word 1A, it's, it's challenging. Because it calls me to be better in everything that I do. It calls me to, it calls me to get alive. It calls me to get enthused. It calls me to press. Amen? It calls me to press at a greater level now than ever before. You know, I thought last year we were pressing a little bit. Anybody feel that way last year? You know, we were seeing some breakthrough. We were seeing some things happen. We, we were seeing more souls, one to the kingdom of God. But, you know, as I get into this year, I realize that, you know, man, this pressing thing is just beginning. This, this, this whole pressing thing is right before us. And you know what? We can't let up. We can't, we can't quit. You know, it, it, even, even when sometimes, you know, it, things might not look as if it's perfect, we don't quit. We don't back down. Amen? So what does it look like? You know, I, 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 I've thought about this a lot today, and I thought about, you know, as I was unpacking this, you know, what, what does it look like to, you know, to, to, live, a, to live a Christian lifestyle? In our culture, what, what, what does it actually look like? Well, you know, it, it, there's, there's a call for holiness, amen? There, there is a true call to live holy before the Lord, amen? That, you know, that if, that if there's sin, in, in, that you're dealing with sin, that you repent. And, you know, it's one of the things that, you know, e even sometimes the church can shy away from this and, you know, deliver a lot of messages that are, you know, uplifting. It's important that we have uplifting messages, but it's also important that we understand that if you're living in sin, you need to repent of sin and you need to turn from sin. Amen. And, you know, and I believe that's one of the things that Paul was talking about. Look, look at my life. It's an example before you. 
It's, it's an example before you. I'm choosing to, to keep pressing. I'm choosing to keep drawing closer to you. And you know, and, I, and I'll say that this, even in the Word, this is, this is the challenge. Because, you know, the, the challenge is before us to, to keep people in the stream, to keep people in the river, amen, to keep going after people. You know, how often do we go after people? Every day. <laughs> every, every day that we're alive, every day that we're breathing, you know, we have the opportunity to share this good news, amen. You know, we'll, 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 you know ideally you want everybody to receive it that hears it, amen. Now, we all know that anybody that's witnessed or ministered, not everybody that, you know, that hears the word is going to jump, is going to yes, I want to be saved. Yes, I want to be a Christian. You know, many people are like, well, you know, you know what, what happens a lot of times when you begin to talk about, you know, what it's like being a Christian? You know, a lot of people have opinions, right? A lot of people have opinions. It's not about Christ oftentimes, it's about the church. They love to talk about the church. They love to talk about the church down the road. They love to talk about, you know, how they've, how they've been offended or how they've been, in, how they've been hurt. Can I say something about offense? Dead men don't get offended. Dead men don't get offended. When you, you know, I heard a, a lady preacher say this, and, and, and I was like, it was, uh, I was in uh, Lahaina service, and uh, the minister there, she, she, she said, dead, dead people don't get offended. And I was like, so I can't steal that. I don't know where she got it from. She said she got it from somewhere. But, you know, that's really good. Dead people don't get offended. You know, what's that mean? I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead to the, the old me. But I'm brought new into Christ. Amen. And that's what Paul's talking about. He's talking about living, living in a lifestyle that, you know what, my life is about the pressing. My life is about the moving ahead. My, I'm not looking back. I'm not choosing to pick up the old things. I'm choosing to move ahead. You know, I, I'm, I'm choosing to move ahead. So pressing on, understand, the, 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 that word press, pressing on is a lifestyle. You know, because if you choose not to make it a lifestyle, man, you'll, you'll fumble in life. You'll, you know, you'll, you'll get distracted. You know, and ultimately, that's one of the things that the enemy loves to do. He loves to come in and distract the saints. Doesn't he? You know, you know, even as a pastor, you can get distracted. You, you can get, you can get, you know, you can, you know, but ideally, you've, you've got to keep looking at the prize. Amen. The upward calling, the prize that Christ has for each and every one of us. You can't take your eyes off the prize. You know, when you take your eyes off the prize, what happens? Man, you stumble. You know, somebody comes along and, and, and they justify your feelings, right? You know, they, they come and they, they caress you and they're, you know, yeah, I was in a church once too and, you know, this is, remember, dead people, dead people don't get offended. I'm dead to Christ. I, I, I love that because, and I, I, mean, I, could, I was thinking of it earlier, and I was like, what was that she said? And it was like, I, Lord, Holy Spirit, help me. What was that? And boom, then the Holy Spirit hit me with it. See, you know, dead people don't get offended. So, you know, you, you, die, you die to self, and, and, and you're born in Christ. Amen? Amen. Pressing is a lifestyle. Is a lifestyle. He, you know, I, I, it's very easy to see. He's saying, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. This matters. You know, you're here tonight, so I'm not looking at a group of quitters. But you have to understand, this is where people a lot of times, they, they get off the bus of, of being, you know, choosing to live as a Christian, a, a lifestyle as a Christian. Something happens. Something comes along and, 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 and begins to water, you know, something, uh, you know, a, a hurt or a pain or a feeling. Does anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? You know, the, the, the enemy comes along and he does that. But we press. 
Amen. The Bible says don't grow weary in well-doing. Amen. We don't grow weary. We, we, don't, we don't look to the left or to the right for our answers, but we, 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 we stay the course. Amen? Paul's talking about this. He's talking about staying the course, that this is a lifetime commitment. You know, when I got saved, I, you know, man, I had a lot of cleaning up to do. <laughs> a lot of things that I had, I, had to, I had to work through. Anger, rage i you know that's nobody here nobody you know but nobody had anger issues or anything you know everybody here was you know that you know they you know i i, I this stuff you know pride you know just uh, other things too and 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 i and i realize more now that you know e- even even as i even when i got saved i knew something was different and i believe that's the case for 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 everybody that receives jesus christ that that, that there's something different but see, to, to learn how to stay the course, I'm going to get into it tonight because learning how to stay the course is something that we all have to do. But I want you to understand something about staying the course. There's something called the bride. There's something called the body. Can I tell you now, we, the church needs, we, we need each other. We, we, need, we, we really need each other. The, ch- the church need. You know, pe- you know, I have people calling, you know, you know, Pastor, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm having this issue. I'm having that issue. And, you know, and, and I got this going on. Where are, you, where, where, are you, where are you going to church? Well, church can't fix my problem. You, 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 you know, to a point, I could say that that person could, could be right. However, it's coming into a place of fellowship and being connected, being committed. That's where the situation begins to change. Amen? You know, you know church is an actual building. You know, uh, you know, it, it, but ch- church is a place of people, you know, people that have been hurt, right? People that have been offended. Amen. But but we're dead to that. We're, we're, we're dead to that stuff. So church is a place where we come, where we gather, where we meet, where we encourage, where we build one another up, where we pat each other on the back, where we pray for one another, where if, you know, there's an attack, you know, we cast that demon out. Amen. You know, we, we take that approach. You know, when a brother's hurting, you know, we should recognize that and say, how can I be there for you? What do you need? You know, many of you that, you know, if you don't hear, if, you, if I don't see you for a while, you know, Pastor Brad's going to be calling me. He's not even stop by my house. I do it because I love you. I, I, do, I do it out of love. Brother Don calls people, you know, every week. Do you need a ride on the bus? It's because it's out of love. Because it's the importance of fellowship. It's the, the importance of being together as the body, as the body of Christ. I'm jumping ahead. Paul, you know, is a a prime example. Understand that Paul is setting the standard. Model me. Look at my life. Look, look, look Look at how I'm living. So it's important that we model what Christian behavior looks like. What, what, what are Christians doing? The ones that are before me. You know, I'll, I'll say this because Proverbs. I, you know, I thought about counsel today. I, I thought about just that one word. And, I, and I, you know, I always think about Proverbs when I think about, you know, what the Bible says about counsel and finding counsel in people. You know, just two scriptures. I mean, there was probably about 12. But, you know, uh, Proverbs twelve fifteen. it says, the way, of fool, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. So it's good to listen to, to advice. I don't have everything figured out in life, but I, but I put myself around people. Hey, what do you, you know, what do you think about this? What about that? You know, I was Brother Don and I were having a conversation the other day just about the scriptures. You know, it, because what happens is iron sharpens iron. Amen. You come to a place where you're where you're getting that counsel. Isolation, 
That's the enemy's plan, always. Understand that, please. Isolation. Draw, draw from counsel, amen? Well, you know, they don't have time. Now, I'm going to tell you, you have two pastors, and you have leaders in this church. We have time. It's why, we're, it's why, we, why we are here. If you're watching online tonight, it's why we are here. It, it, it's the purpose in which God called us, and it's the purpose in which God sent us, amen? We're, we're here. We're here, we're here to, to, to pray with you. We're here to be with you. Amen. Proverbs eleven fourteen 14 says, Where there is no guidance, people, uh, a, a, a people falls. But in abundance of counsel, the, there is safety. There's safety. You, you understand this thing. There's, there's safety in the body of Christ. There's safety in a life group. There's safety in a life group. I mean, some of our men's meetings have been just off the chains. There's safety. There's safety in that place. There's a place where you come to where you, where, you know, you, you, you could have had a bad day. You could have had a bad week. You could have been dealing with a past sin. You come to a place where you get connected with a group of people and say, hey, I, you know, you understand everything's about pressing. It's pressing through the problem. It's, press, it's pressing to see a brighter day. Amen. It's, it's, it's pressing to see the glory of God. From level to level, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. That's how, we'll sh- that's how we shall walk, amen? But understand something. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't, God just do- doesn't come down and just make this happen. Guess what He needs? He needs your participation. And see, this is where we get off the bus. I mean, I, I need to participate. Yeah, we, we, we need to participate. It, 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 it involves us. It, it, we have to get engaged with the process, amen? What's the process? We're here to grow the kingdom. In, in, in a nutshell, you understand, we're here to grow the kingdom of God. We're here to call people out of darkness and into light. Amen? You know, I, you know, I made a, a few notes, and I, I think sometimes, you know, why, why do people see Christianity not as a lifestyle? You know, I think sometimes it's because sometimes people think, I can't have fun anymore. You ever hear anybody say that? You know, I'm going to have to quit doing this. I'm going to have to quit doing that. You know, if I become a Christian, you know, I, I can't drink my beer anymore. I, if I, I have to quit smoking. i got to quit doing this. i got to quit that. If I become a Christian, there's all these parameters, right? There's all these things that God... That God but you, you see how God's already pricked the hearts of people. Because, see, that's what God does. He's already, he's, because, you know, these things that lead to death, God's already showing people before they make a full one commitment to Him, these are things that He'll help them with. That He'll deliver them from. Amen? Because, you know, I, you know, I, wasn't, I wasn't set free and delivered of everything when I got saved. So it's, it, it's, it's the process. Amen? It's what Paul's talking about. It's that pressing. Amen? My, 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 get this in your... It's the pressing. We're stronger together. Amen? The church is stronger together. I, that's... Biden, that's your, we're, the church is stronger together, President Biden. Build back better, the church will build back better, amen? We're stronger together. I'll steal his campaign slogan, amen? Get a shirt, build back better, West Virginia, KC, West Virginia, amen? Because, see, that's what the church is called to do. We're called to build. We're called to build. We're, we're not, you know, listen, we're, we're not called to be the tail. We're called to be the head. The church is called to be the head. You're, if you haven't heard that, you're called to be the head. You're not, be, you're not beneath. You're, you're, you're above. Amen? You, 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 come, you come into this at a different level. And, you, you know, and I'll say this. You've got to get around people. 
you know, get around people that preach that, that talk that, that you, you can draw strength from. Amen. I'm not, you know, my wife and I don't sit around with people that talk about how hard things are. I've had hard things happen. Yeah, I, but you know what? I press on. I press on. Amen. You know, and, and that's, what, that's what we do. We help others press on. Amen. When something happens, man, we get into the trenches. I think what you know, Pastor Miranda was talking about it the other day. You know, it's like when, today she was talking about it. It's like, you know, you, you realize that the church has a role. That, you know, it, it's like when men are of war. You, know, you think about World War II and World War I. When, when the men were in the, were in the trenches, they knew things about one another that only they would know. Because they, they were there. They were in the trenches. They were there for their brother. Amen. They, they, they were there. They were going to fight to death. But they learned things about each other that they never thought possible. They seen things that, that, that nobody could ever imagine. You know, it's because they were there with one another. You know, it's like why many people, many men did come out of the war and want to talk about their experiences in Vietnam. Didn't want to talk about World War II, World War I. You, would, you know, because what they seen was horrific. But those men were there for one another, amen? See, that's what God's calling the body of Christ to do, is to get into the trenches with one another. It's messy. If you're looking for a happy, happy, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a wonderful life, picturette kind of thing, it, it, it's messy. But see, the body of Christ has got to get into the trenches, amen? We've got, we've got to get into that place where we're willing to move into that area with people. Amen? I've taken calls today. i got to, you know, we've got to get into the trenches. People are broke. People are hurt. And you know, I want to give them an answer. I want you to be able to give them an answer. You know, and like I said, it, you know, a lot of times when I, when I tell people, you know, you know, come, come to church. You know, a lot of times people think, well, I... I I didn't get anything out of church. You know, we, we, the people that come out of this pulpit and preach, we spend time preparing and planning messages for the body of Christ. Specifically. You know, Brother Don preached the message on faith a couple Wednesdays ago. I was in and out of service, but I'm listening to it. I'm amen. Praise God. That's good. We need a shot of faith. We need, a, we need an injection of faith. But people need to be, they need to be and hear the preaching of the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we have to position ourselves, amen? We have to position ourselves to hear the Word of God preached. It's what changes us. Brad, I myself can't change you. I can't change anything about you, but God can. And it's the preaching of the Word that changes you. It's, it's, it's the preaching that says, I don't want to live in sin anymore. I want this unclean spirit to go off my life in Jesus' mighty name. I'm tired of dealing with it. I command it to go in Jesus' mighty name. I want hands laid on me tonight. I want this thing to go in Jesus' mighty name. I'm tired of battling with it. You, you, you got to get to that place where you get desperate. Because, you know, you, you know listen, if, if you don't get desperate for the things of God, the enemy, you'll, you'll, leave, you'll leave the door cracked for the enemy. You'll leave the door cracked for the enemy, and the enemy will just, he'll nudge in. Guys, this is stuff we see. You know, I, I, I felt one of the greatest, you, you know, one of the greater things that I want to do as a church in 2022 is to close the back door. I need your help. I need your help. 
Because, you know, we've had a couple hundred people flow through the church. Well, I want to close the back door. I, I, you, know, I, and, you know, you say, well, I'm going through stuff. You can, everybody's going through stuff. Everybody's at different levels of stuff. You, you guys get, you understand that? But we, we move to a place where we close the back door where, you know what, when we've got a mess of fish, fish, you know what we do? We, we bring them in. We clean them, right? We, we, we clean them up. You know, we don't want to lose one. We don't want one to, to, to get off. We don't want one to get away. We close the back door, amen? You know, th this is, when I think about, a, a, you know, the, a lifestyle of Christianity, you know, like I said, people will, you don't have fun as a Christian. You know, you, you, this is not fun serving God. You know, all my buddies, they go to the bar, you know, and I, I still like to shoot pool. Hmm. I like to shoot pool. Why don't we have a Christian pool hall? You know, what, 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 you know what, what, let's change the rules. Let's, let's change our way of thinking. You know, I, don't, I, wouldn't, you know, I would be all right with, you know, if you said, hey, Pastor Brad, I want to start a pool life group. Guess what? I'll show up. Now, we can't be gambling and doing all that. You know, uh, you know we're, not, we're not doing that. You play four slices of pizza, you know, or so, you know but, but, you know, we're not, we're not there to gamble. But you, you have a pool life group where you're ministering. You, you, you know, you, we've got to begin to think different. See, the church, the church, we're here to meet, to encourage, to build one another up, amen, so that we can go out. You know, I, I thought about this today, and I wrote it down because it was like, I think, I think sometimes, you know, and the other thing that people have a, have a hard time with church is, is they think, man, it's a, it's a commitment. Whew, church is such a commitment. The average church meets about three hours, three hours a, a, a week. You know, that's between two services. Most churches, some churches barely have one service. So the benefit of the doubt, you know, I, I would say that, so, and, and think about it. There are 168 hours in a week. And, 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 and we meet for three hours at a place called church. Three to five hours at a place called church. It's not a lot of time. So where do we spend the rest of our time? Even as a believer. Even if you're going to church and you're spending five hours. If you're part of KC, it might be ten. Because we, oh yeah, Pastor Brad. Because we got prayer, right? Because what's prayer do? It provides accountability. It gets you going in the morning, right? It, it, it's there. It's, there. It's, it's for a purpose. And we established that this year. We've done something great. We've established prayer in the house of God. You know that we have 20, 25 people weekly praying. Amen? We've done that. But so, you know, there's an hour. We, we spend an hour every, you know, Pastor Brad, well, there's one hour, right? I, I, I could probably get to 10 for some of you because some of you are like, well, I'm in this life group. I'm in that life group. But why, why not have a group that's meeting at a pool hall? Why, why not do that? Why not, you know, PJ and Zephan love to play basketball. Why not have a, a Christian basketball team? You go, you go whip up on everybody, you beat them, and then you love them with Jesus. Amen? You love them with Jesus. And, you know, I, supernaturally, PJ, you might start dunking the ball. You know, I mean, you know, maybe you'll get above the rim. Praise God. God will, God will give you. He'll, Zephan, yeah, maybe you too. Praise God. Yep, you too, Nolan. But you understand, we, we've, got, we've got to begin to think differently as, as the church because, you know, we have all the excuses in the world why, 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 why being a Christian is tough. But when you think about the requirement of what, what, you, know, what you know, 168 hours in a week, and we may spend five to seven hours, you know, in the house together to be encouraged by the Word of God, to be strengthened by the Word of God. 
You know, for some it's not enough. <laughs> for some it is enough. Because they're strengthening themselves at home. They're strengthening themselves in prayer. You know, these, these are things that are very important. Take your Bibles. Let's go to Acts chapter 9. I'm not going to be able to finish all this tonight because this is really going to be a two-parter. Um, so our goal was to press on. Our lifestyle as a church is, is to press on. You know, and I think Doctor shared this, and it was, it was it was very interesting because, you know, what was the, the what was the, the the word of the Lord for 2021? Fulfillment, right? Fulfilled. And what was really interesting was because I I love the fact that the word fulfilled, and in in the word press on kind of come together. Because you know sometimes you you know you, you're looking. You're looking for, you know, sometimes people are just looking for a word. Sometimes they're just, well, I just need a new word from the Lord, you know. But what, what I loved about this, and I, loved, I love Doctor because I, I know the amount of time he spends to study, to get the word. You know, multiply was a word, you know, that we would multiply. That was the word, I think that was the year before. I'm not sure, but, but you see the word fulfilled, and you see now how, how like, the, the pressing on to see the fulfillment, to see, to see, to see those things come to pass. Man, it, 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 all, it all wraps together. I don't know if that, it, it excites me. Go to Acts chapter 9, verse 15. Because there's, there's, there's something that, that, that's unique about understanding your purpose with God. Un- understanding, understanding your calling, understanding direction. And we can begin to see this in Acts chapter 9. And I'm not going to read it all, but I'm going to pick up at verse 15. It says, but the Lord said to him, go. For he is a vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. What a word of prophecy. It says, For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way, entered, uh, entered the house, and laying his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. And I, and I love this because you, you, to get this picture, it says, Then Saul spent some days with his disciples at Damascus. Immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogue that he was the Son of God. He was the Son of God. A life changed, radically changed. You know what, you know what happens when, when you get saved? If you allow it to happen, your circle of influence will change. You, you, who you're around will change. You know, Paul, Paul was a religious man. He was a Jewish scholar. He understood. He understood the law to a T. He, he, he could quote the Bible. He, he knew the Scriptures. But then God sends him. <laughs> he didn't send him to the Jews. <laughs> he sent him to the Gentiles. The uneducated. The people that were, they knew nothing about anything. He sends, he sends him to the Gentiles. Aren't you thankful? I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful that he sent him to the Gentiles. But what happens is that your circle of influence will change when you get saved. You're not influenced by the world anymore. 
You're not influenced by people that make worldly decisions. You're influenced by, 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 by you know, I'm going to tell you this because don't ignore it. It's the Holy Spirit. See, the greatest influence in our life, if we allow it, is the Holy Spirit. And see, that's what drives our life from here until we go home to be with the Lord, is, is the Holy Spirit. But, you know, the, the, you're in, the, the influence, the inner circle of people begin to change in your life because, you know what, my life is not my own. You know what happens is a lot of times we don't catch this is because this is what God's got to root out of all of us, the, the I thing, the I syndrome, I this, I that, I, you know, my this, my that. You, you know, that that's what God's got to begin to root out when we get saved. It's got, it's got, you got, you got to take the eye out of it and it now, be, you now begin to look with a different set of lenses. And that's exactly what happened with Paul. At this point in his life, he received the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. Amen. You need the Holy Spirit. If you're not baptized in the Holy Ghost tonight, you can be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I believe that. Amen. You can be filled with the Holy Ghost. I believe that. So under, understand, we need that. But that, that, that's a part of the driving force. That's what carries you. That's, that, that, that's what moves you to another place. But your circle of friends change. Your, 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 your life changes. I'm going to tell you, know, people, people don't really, that's normal. It doesn't mean that you dislike, doesn't mean that you hate, doesn't mean that, you, you know, it, it's that you're being separated from the world. The world hates Christ. That's what the Bible says. The, the world hates him. And Jesus goes on to say, well, the world will hate you because of me. So if we're in Christ, guess, guess what? The world can hate you too. You know, that, 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 those are powerful words that, 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 that Christ uses. You know, Colossians 1, uh, 1.13, and you can just jot this scripture down. It says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed unto us the kingdom of His Son of love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. He's called us out of darkness and he's called us into light. Amen. Aren't you thankful for that? See, that's that's the Christian that 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 that's that's you know, I'm I'm in I'm called into light every day. Until I go home to be with Jesus, I'm called into light. I'm not stepping back into darkness. Amen. I press on. I press on even even when I you know, even when you know, oh, man, this happened. I press on. Amen. I don't quit. I, I keep pressing. I keep believing. I keep contending. I don't quit. I, you know, I, I, I just want to get that home tonight. I press on. I know it's a word that really got in my spirit, if you can't tell. See, as a believer, I, I, I believe that you're, you're given a mandate. You're given a mandate. That when you say yes to Jesus, you know, it's a working progress. Yes, Paul saying this, you know, though I haven't arrived. I mean, we're, we're looking at his life. He's at the end of his life as he's saying this. And you're like, no, bro, this is a, you, you, you covered a lot. You did a lot, bro. You know, this is, <laughs> you know, Paul, you sure. You know, you know, man, you, you're raising people from the dead. You're, you're like, you know, no, no, no. You did a lot, Paul. But see, that's the call. Because on this side, you, I, I truly believe because his eyes weren't, they weren't on himself. They were on others. He was going and planting churches. He was going and raising up leaders. He was, you know, Timothy, you know, teaching Timothy. He, his, his heart was to, was to replicate, was to duplicate. See, that, that's, 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 his, that's his ultimate goal. 
That's God's ultimate desire, is that we multiply, we duplicate. And you know, and here we have him as an example, amen? Aren't you thankful? I'm thankful that we have the Word of God. I'm thankful that we can read the Word of God to see men of, uh, men of courage, men of, men of valor, men of boldness, amen? Women of valor, women of courage, women, pro- prophets, you know, prophets and all that. I'm, I'm thankful that we have that, amen? But Paul's life was a mandate. Because he said yes to Christ. I'm going to tell you tonight, your life is a mandate. You've been given a mandate. Serving God is a a true lifestyle. Can it be challenging? Yeah. You can, you 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 know, you know, I think what's Jonathan say? It's scripturally scripturally to to be challenged, but not defeated. Is it something like that? You know, uh, evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth says that. You know, it, 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 yeah, the, there are, there are going to be challenges, but I'm not defeated because I press on. Amen. You know, I, I choose not to pick this up. I choose not to listen to, 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 to you know, you, you, you'll, you can hear things, but block things out. Somebody can say something to you and you can be like, yeah, OK. But not be moved. You guys understand that not be moved or not be steered from wh- where you're headed. Amen. Because you understand your purpose. You understand the calling. Secondly, you, you know, and I've, I've kind of covered this, but secondly, you, you, you understand that your, your life, the lifestyle of a Christian is truly driven by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, you, you become motivated by the Holy Spirit. You, be, you, you become motivated by what He's releasing in you. And you know how you can tell when you become motivated by the Holy Spirit? Again, you, you're no longer looking at yourself. You're looking at others. You, you, you quit saying, I think, or I feel. And you begin to, you begin to use a, a different vocabulary. You begin to say, we. You begin you know, say, that, that's my heart for the church. Is that we say, we. We, we the body, we the church, we're doing this together. See, you know, guys, th- this isn't Pastor Moran and Pastor Brad's ministry. It's we. We, we together. We're, we're, we're doing it together. I, if it were just about me, I, I would, do, you know, I, I, I don't know that I would be in ministry. I don't mean that to sound wrong. God, it's a calling. I understand the calling. I, and, 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 you know, when I said yes, I, that's all I knew. I knew to, knew to do and, and to say was yes. And then one clear assignment that I got from the Lord was preach my word. Can you give me, you know. But it was like, okay, then I got I to gotta get in the word. I got to study the word. I got to know what the word says. I got to know how to pull people out of darkness and into light. Amen. If there's one thing that, that, that I feel that that's, that's the one thing that I, I that. I desire deeply is to pull people out of darkness and into light. It's a mandate given to me. It's a mandate that I, I don't want to see people go to hell. Amen. Is that anybody here? You don't want to see anybody? So you understand there's mandates. I don't want to see any of my friends. I don't want to see any of my family. You know, well, I can't do anything. How much? You know, please understand something. We can do something. It's we the body. We the church. Go to 1 Corinthians 12. I want to close with this tonight. 
Because, see, it, it, we have to understand, it's the body of Christ moving together. It's the body of Christ setting itself up. It's the body of Christ saying, guess what? We can do this. First Corinthians 12, verse 12, and I love First Corinthians 12. I'm kind of already getting into my message for Sunday, but praise God. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12, it says, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so all also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free. We all, we all have been made to drink unto one Spirit. For the fact the body is not one member, but many. Many. You know, and I love this because Paul, he uses, the, he uses this illustration of the human body to relate the, the working of what a Christian community should look like. He, he's using this as an example and saying, you, you know, think about that. This is the human body made up of many parts. The, the hand needs the foot and the foot needs the hand and the eye needs the ears. And, you know, all, all this inner, inner thing working together. As you go on and read that, the rest of that chapter, that's what it's talking about. Uh, talking about. It's the, the, the body needs each other. And I'm going to tell you, see, that's the one thing the enemy loves to fragment. He loves to fragment the body. It's the eye complex. It's the eye, I can do this and I can do that. No, we're stronger together. Hear what I'm saying? We're stronger together. The body's stronger together. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. Well, you're a pastor. You know, pastors, we, we need to stand along. You know, God's, God's called some to be prophets. Amen. Some to be apostles. Some to be evangelists. You know what? What I love is that that can work right out of the body. Amen. Don't we desire? I desire that. I, you know, prophecy flows out of this house. Amen. People here are very prophetic. I'm thankful for that gift and gifting that flows into this house. Evangelism fl flows out of this house. Almost a thousand souls last year. I believe we ma made it, but we probably missed a few somewhere. Anyway, but almost a thousand souls last year. So evangelism is flowing out of this house. It's not to be boastful or bragging, but evangelism flows greater, greater in 2022. Amen. You know, some are going to be called pastors out of this house. Amen. And I believe that, you know, and listen, if you're feeling strong about a call of God on your life, don't wait six months and say, Pastor Brad, you know, I, I no, 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 come. Come because, you know, our responsibility and our goal is to help equip, equip, equip. Okay, what, what, what do you, what do you feel? What do you, what, what are you feeling? It's like, you know, and I, I use pool as an example. I love to shoot pool, you know. And, and, you know, hey, maybe I could start a life group. Then, okay, we're going to get your training to be a life group leader, to, to help develop that, amen. We, we, we want to train you in that area so that, you, so that you can reach more people, amen. See, everybody say, God can use me. You guys, you guys get that? You guys see that? That God can use me. God can you he's no respecter of persons. If God can use me, he can use you. Amen.
We all have a role to play, guys. And you know, and you may say, hey, I, I don't understand my role completely. You got to begin to ask those questions. You know, I feel this, I, 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 you know, I see this, but, you know, how? And, you know, see, what, this is the one thing you have to avoid. And I, I'm just giving you some nuggets tonight. You've got you to avoid, well, I'm not good enough. I don't, I'm not holy enough. Are you born again? Are you bought, by the, are you, are you bought with the blood of Jesus? <laughs> Understand what Paul's saying here. He's, he's I press on. I believe at the point he's making this statement, he, he doesn't feel like he's achieved everything that he could achieve. I don't feel like I've achieved everything that I could achieve. I don't feel, you know, I don't feel, you know, you know at times, if you get by yourself, I mean, you can have a little pity party for yourself. You guys, you, you know, I'm just, I'm horrible, you know, I'm not a good preacher, you know. You know, there's sometimes I walk back upstairs and I just go to bed. You know, I was like, man, that was like, who, who was that? That was horrible, that guy. You know, Brandon's like, you should watch your video. And I started to watch my video the other night. And I was like, I watched about five minutes. I was like, man, I'm going to delete that whole thing. That was horrible, you know. Because, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, and it you know, wasn't a, a bad thing. Because that's how you learn. That's how you, that's how you learn. Amen. You know, when you feel like having a pity party for yourself, call, call Pastor Brad. I always say that. I'll make you laugh. I'll, I'll, I'll pray for you. You know what? Joy. We'll start laughing about something. You know, get get yourself around it. You don't you don't you don't want to have a pity party for yourself. Get around people that are going to encourage you. Get into a life group. Don't be so busy that you're not. Listen, don't be so busy that you're not plugged into a life group. You know, you know, you know why I feel strong about this moving into this year. It's the backbone. Discipleship and, and relationship is the backbone of the church. As we go into year four in this church, that's where we've got to get stronger. It's, it, it, it's good. It, it's, it's strong. It's forming. You, you can see a lot, of, a lot of what's forming right now. But, you know, when PJ's ministering to five different people, and, and Stephen's ministering to five different people, and Stephanie's got five different people, and, you know, they're, they're, they're calling up and they're texting at 3 o'clock in the morning. It'll happen. <laughs> It'll happen, right? PJ, you share, you know, PJ gets calls all, all times of the night. See, they see him post Christian things and they're, hey, well, you know, where do you go to church? It's because they, they, they're, they're seeing the witness. They're, they're, seeing, they're seeing that. They're seeing something different. You know, Larry, you, you, know, you know, I don't know. I see some of the things you post. They're, they're seeing it as a witness. But, you know, when you, when you get five people around you that you're ministering to, you know, that, that's, that's when it becomes real. That's when it's like, you know, that, that, that's, you know that's ministry. And then God, God, God will, your platform will increase. I started with the one. In Fairmont, West Virginia. It would have been probably 19, 1999. Kingmont. Little office. I was on fire for God. I didn't care where I was at. All I was concerned about was telling people about Jesus because my life got marked for him. And I sat with a girl over in an office. She was a Catholic. She, she knew more about the Bible than I did. 
But I knew this, what was inside of me, was on, it was on fire. And it was living. And I had to tell people. I had to tell people. I had to tell people that my God is real. My Jesus is real. I sat in that office for two hours. We talked about the Bible that I didn't, I didn't know. Much. She knew more about the Bible than I did. But what, but what I had on the inside of me needed to come out. And it was, it was power. I know, I know now. I didn't know then. I, all I could do, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm sweating. I, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm preaching in a, you know, I'm just going at it, you know, in the office, after hours, you know. And if my boss would have known at that time, they'd have fired me. No, there's no doubt about it. But you know, it, it didn't matter. You know, it, it I probably would have got it reprimanded anyway. I, who knows? But, but that night, you know, it changed with the one. I led that one lady to the Lord. She's my age at the time. It changed with the one. Because I know that every life matters to God. I'm telling you guys, if, we, if, we, if we'll go after the one, l- listen to me. If we'll go after the one, boom. Boom. It explodes. Where's your heart? I, 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 I want this to be encouraging because, see, this is the pressing right now. This is the challenge before the church. Pastor, I went after one. Don't quit. Don't quit. There, watch this. This is the message. Don't quit. I, I, went, after, I went after the two. <laughs> Don't quit. Pastor, you, you'll never believe. I have ministered to over 100 people, and not a, not, not a one of them are in church. Pastor, I have ministered. You know, Nathan Morris, an evangelist, in his meeting said, I prayed with over 200 people for healing. In miracles before I ever seen something. You see people back out of it. I'm not seeing. There's no fruit in my ministry. It's not about you. It's about Christ working through you. It's about saying I'm pressing. I'm not quitting. I'm pressing. I'm not quitting. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contend. I'm going to push. Amen. See that's, that's the purpose. That's the assignment. You with me? I'm more excited about the, the, the place we're at right now as a body. It is exciting. It's, it, it truly is exciting. There's, there, there's, nothing, there's nothing greater than one coming to the kingdom of God. Ministerly, I'll come to the keyboard. If you would, go ahead and stand to your feet. There's nothing greater than, than one coming to the kingdom of God. There, there's nothing greater than someone being set free, delivered. Because God does it. Amen? God does it.